0: Okay, so what do you actually do on this fall guy thing? Just explain it to me, as yeah. if you were a small child.
1: Yeah, because you're basically R one anyway. Um, so when it comes to this, thank uh, you for that. This game, you you're like a little cartoon round character that has like little arms and legs, and then you run around like flailing about basically. And then uh, it's just basically like assault courses and shit, and like different kinds of like game modes. So it'd be like ones where there's like tiles that fall out underneath your legs, and there's ones where like you have to like go across like seesaws and shit and like it's just yeah and there's tons of people doing it all online so it's like 50 other real people doing it and the problem is when you're hitting someone else it goes like boing boing, boing, boing and like pushes you around so it's like really fucking difficult
0: <laughs> it's amazing how these little games right suddenly become like an absolute sensation for yeah. all of about five minutes oh yeah right? it won't, it won't i mean long. there are some games but they're more like the kind of I don't know the competitive esports games like uh, Call, oh, of Duty Overwatch, and, Call of Duty, um, League, League of Legends, and all this kind of stuff. But but then you get these like little indie games that suddenly yeah. just um, make it pop off. Yeah, Fortnite. I don't know if you saw, but oh. um, they're suing Google as well, aren't they? And yeah, Epic um, Games, and they've been banned from both app stores.
1: I just can't stand that game. It really winds me up. I, we know someone who works at Epic Games um from university Dude, Julia, oh, but yeah. Both, yeah, yeah, yeah that game really does frustrate the living hell out of me to be honest with you i can't i can't oh <laughs> the whole thing oh i remember yeah, i did play she worked
0: for house party didn't she and then yeah she, and they got bought she out was doing the marketing and then they bought, got bought out by epic, epic games. games
1: yeah yeah exactly that yeah but That's yeah familiar. it's it's one of those things i think with this it's like um it is a funny idea and it's kind of like a fun like execution of it like you, know, you can you can play it with some friends and it's a bit of a laugh but yeah, it's not gonna, you know, be a world-changing game, I don't think.
0: Alright, let's do an introduction.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Hello, you are listening to TW3. We're are the show that highlights the world's insanities. We make fun of those that deserve it and we tackle the fake news that plagues us. I'm your host, Dominic Lane, and this week we've got a nice, relaxing, very special show planned. I'm joined solely by the man who helped start all of this, the infallible, Lawrence Ray.
1: Yeah, no relaxation today.
0: OK, maybe I spoke too soon, though. though. <laughs> uh, this week, Obama takes issue with Trump. Trump takes issue with sharks. Streamers take issue with Burger King. Povetkin takes issue with white. And Australians take issue with the weather. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> So welcome back, Lawrence. I don't think uh, I don't know if you saw any of the Democratic uh, convention um, with uh, very obviously this is where all the key Democratic faces, past and present, come and show their support and throw it all behind Biden. But like, interestingly, which I think is probably quite different uh, and has never been done before, but it was very much a slating match against Trump. Okay, so I'm just going to play you a little quote from Obama, all right? Okay. I have sat in the Oval Office with both of the men who are running for president. I, I never expected that my successor would embrace my vision or continue my policies. I did hope, for the sake of our country, that Donald Trump might show some interest in taking the job seriously. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh god damn!
0: <laughs> that is what we call uh, political shots fired. <laughs> so, wow! Dumb... I mean, the one, the one thing I would say about all this, and you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I feel like they have not, the Democrats have not learned a lesson right? They did all this slagging off of Trump, Trump's character, whatever. And we've seen this time and time and time and time again, even in British politics, in American politics. So like, why do they keep doing this? Because it didn't work in 2016. Why are we doing the same thing? Why can't they come and they can't just like stand up and say, this is our vision, Why am I not playing that sound clip? Why am I playing Obama, a past president, slagging Trump off?
1: I think the reason for that is that like, previously, you know, going back, like, running on like negativity or like fear has often been like a successful strategy. Um, And it's only like more recently that we maybe need to realise that actually you've got to run on like hope and optimism. Um, Because I guess with Trump, yeah, he was going on fear of like, fear of Mexican people or whatever, on fear of immigrants. But actually like, he was trying to promote like an optimistic message to his followers of like we're gonna build the wall, we're gonna stop this. You know what I mean? Like he was being optimistic oh. to people who followed him. So it was like we're gonna solve the economy, we're, you know, all these things. Um,
0: I think the irony here is that Obama's <clears throat> campaign wasn't the slogan hope.
1: Wasn't no. Wasn't
0: that the slogan? No. I'm well, the sure thing was. Well, the thing is no. no what, sorry, I, I don't sorry. I
1: didn't mean no in response to that. I meant like the thing is yeah. that that's what that, that's what it is. But then, do they actually? really portray that all the time no because you say like most of it's just slandering against trump which is actually negative uh energy basically going out there so i don't know i think the thing is there is it doesn't work the what the other thing as well is that like celebrities getting involved clearly doesn't work. clearly if anything sways people the to direction quite frankly because i mean
0: i i totally agree and i think <clears throat> the coronavirus as well there was nothing more annoying mm. than having celebrities standing up there and saying Don't worry, guys. We're all in this together while they're sat with their like gym in their basement, their million pounds in royalties a month still coming in. Do you know what I mean? Nothing, I don't think anything angered people more. And I couldn't agree more. Celebrities getting involved, like Billie Eilish, um, who's a a pop singer, talked about um, how uh, Biden was here for future generations and like pledged her support to Biden, yada, 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 yada. And you just, you just, you just want to vomit don't you really? well immediately I mean, it makes just, me want to vote for trump and that's the problem but that's the crux of the problem is that you know i, I think in america they have like a very attack ad culture don't they mm, you don't they do, get yeah. that in this country um partly because we have much more stringent rules and reg- uh, regulations um from the electoral commission but you do have this attack ad culture mm. and Again, it just it makes you want to go the other way because I played a quote like a few weeks back of Donald Trump saying how he was like driving down um, Pennsylvania Avenue up to the White House. And we all know the story. I don't know if you remember that quote when he's on that interview. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. And one of his many. <laughs> and it's just like it, it, you know he's the guy that's like he's the difference he's he's the he's the square peg in the triangle hole you know and it's like that that's if you start slagging that you just people are going to want to vote for him more yeah and I just Democrats are driving me nuts.
1: I think but a key just... example for this um would be um like you know during the the Brexit votes and the EU leaving legal stand the EU votes. I remember that um I clearly did not want to leave the EU <clears throat> basically. So it was obvious I didn't want to and uh, I was I was pretty clear about that. And so the weeks leading up actually I got so close to, le- to actually voting to leave just because of the constant bullshit pressure from like the government and on the TV it felt like I was being brainwashed to want to stay in the EU. And I started thinking, "Geez, I don't know if I actually want to stay then. Do I want to leave? Is this what's going on? Because like, it's like when we got that, I got a pamphlet that we all got in the post that was like, you know, not a, you know, uh, pros and cons pamphlet, but just a, we have to stay because of this. And I thought, you know what? Cue David Cameron. Maybe I don't want to stay, huh? Maybe I want to go. And it made me want to leave. <laughs> like, that's the thing. And I yeah. nearly, I was really close to voting leave when I didn't even want to leave just because like i was getting i felt i was getting pushed that way by the celebrities and the media and like the government and it was just frustrating so and and yeah. i think
0: i think the one thing that donald trump's absolutely right on is that the polls are not what they say and i, hmm. I defy any pollster to stand up and say that um that the election result will be within the margin of error that the polls are currently at because it's not they always 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 underestimate the conservative vote they did it in this country they did it with mm. the vote leave vote which fundamentally was a it, it was the oh here we go this is what i meant to say it was the vote that people are kind of is more taboo to say mm. to say you're a conservative to say your vote leave you know it, it, people, they always underestimate those uh numbers Anyway, I think we're both in agreement there that yes. uh, the Democrats just slagging Trump off really isn't going to do them any good uh, and they have to do much more uh, to, to actually think. So we'll move on uh, to the next uh, soundbite. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, Trump, uh, while Obama was taking issue with Trump, Trump was taking issue with sharks. They were saying the other night, the shark. They were saying, oh, sharks, we have to protect them. I said, wait a minute, wait. They actually want to remove all the seals in order to save the shark. I say, wait, don't you have it the other way around? That's true. See, I'm not a big fan of sharks either. <laughs> I don't know how many votes am I gonna lose. I have people calling me up, sir, we want to we have a fund to save the shark. It's called Save the Shark. I say, no, thank you. I have other things I can contribute to. <laughs> <What>? Okay. <laughs> so so I, I, there's nothing really to talk about here except to ask this one question. Uh, last week we had showerheads, where Trump was yeah. getting angry at showerheads, talking about uh, deregulating uh, or getting rid of regulations of showerheads. Uh, uh, this week we have sharks. What's next week?
1: Mm, that's a good point. Well, he obviously has these little personal agendas, which you know, he feels really strongly compelled to sort. So we've got showerheads, sharks.
0: It's kind of admirable because in many ways he's a micromanager, right?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah true. Well, he, he, he really likes he likes food, doesn't he? He's a big fan of, if like, McDonald's and stuff. So maybe it's going to be something to do with that. Maybe, because do, do they tax, like, fatty foods over there? Or is that just us, the taxes sugar or fatty foods? No,
0: food? no, God, what, in America? Are you kidding me? There'd be a violent revolution. Oh, okay, right. That's why right. they have guns. It's for when yeah, they start true. trying to tax McDonald's. Because I was thinking, like, why if there's any they have way...
1: Is there any way he can make that cheaper? Then, um, then maybe he could work towards that. That could be a good goal for him, you know. Making maybe he can give like tax benefits and breaks to McDonald's and, and other fast food chains. Make, maybe make make edible maybe. food <laughs> food available for more people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe, yeah, I think that's a fair point. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing really to say there. I, I, I think that's he, That might be where he's going next. Actually, he's re- well renowned to hold. You know, when sports teams in America when they win the. I don't know, the the NBA finals or the Super Bowl or whatever, Uh, they all visit the White House. And Donald Trump is renowned for laying on as many Big Macs as these football players can eat, pretty much. I know, yeah, because they had (laughs) their... I mean, the chef must have the easiest job ever.
1: Oh yeah, the chef, yeah. Well, have you ever seen that steroided chef? Who, sorry, allegedly steroided chef, that massive muscular guy. That's a huge chef who looks like he's bloody, you know, competing Mister Olympia. Who's in his kitchen? And he probably has nothing to do because you say they just order McDonald's basically. Nice. Oh, um, uh, is it Andy Reid, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs uh, coach? And everyone was basically yeah, making jokes makes- about how he wanted to win the Super Bowl just so he could go and get his massive McDonald's platter from uh, from the White House. <laughs> There's <laughs> just these tons of jokes. <laughs> Poor Andy Reed. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, sharks uh, it aren't this evil, like, Jaws-esque thing that everyone's been making out on films and stuff. They're just part of the...
0: I know. I, I watched this documentary on sharks, actually, a little while ago. And it was all about sharks being misunderstood. Hmm. And the at the end of the day, the fact that sharks eat humans, uh, like, attack humans, is A, perfectly natural... And B, it's when they're, you know, agitated and it, it, it's fundamentally because they're misunderstood by humans. At the end of the day, if you get in a shark's face, it's going to eat you. Like, mm. you know, <laughs> it's going to attack you. I mean, what more do you want? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I agree. Um, I've got nothing against sharks. Uh, I won't be swimming with them anytime soon. Uh, any I will be cuddling one and taking them to bed. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Okay, cool. Let's move on to uh, the bit I'm most excited for um, this week, because now that the boys are out and it's just you and I, Lawrence, we can talk about some boxing. Yes. Yeah. So just to fill you in, um, it was a Dillian White against Alexander... I'm going to butcher this, Povetkin.
1: No, that's not bad, yeah. P- Povetkin.
0: That's not a bad pronunciation, I don't think. Um, and it was the heavyweight, uh, it was a heavyweight bout between the two. And Dillian White was by far the favourite to win it, and it was a massive upset. And Alexander Povetkin ended up knocking Dillian White out. I think in the fifth, fifth round was it? Fifth round. So I've got I've got the legend, the 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 man, the boxing superstar that is Eddie Hearn, to just explain to you how it went down. I Can't quite
1: believe it to be honest with you. I mean, when when the punch landed, I felt like I was in some dream. You know, you saw the fight was over virtually. <laughs> You know, Povetkin started well, Dillian White, you know, I felt that he was just measuring up. He had a great finish to the round before when he knocked Povetkin down. And then obviously in the round that he knocked Povetkin down, two heavy knockdowns, you know, I think I felt and a lot of people felt that it was over. But this is the drama of the sport we love. This is the drama of heavyweight boxing. One punch can change everything. And tonight, one punch just completely changed the the fight. I love how you can hear the rush in the background.
0: Yeah. So I mean, it was it was quite a dramatic uppercut. Please do go and watch some highlights online. They I don't think they have the official highlights up because I couldn't find any. But yeah, thoughts, Lawrence. What do we want to see next? Yeah, just tell me.
1: I mean, I saw, because I saw, I was watching the undercard and then um, I got really hungry so I decided to walk to McDonald's, so okay, I forgot about the main event. <laughs> I didn't see it. I assumed White would just take, you know, clean the floor with Povetkin. Well, well, yeah. I mean, Povetkin put up a bit of a fight against Anthony Joshua a few years ago when he went against him and actually made Anthony Joshua look like he was possibly going to lose for a few rounds. And, um, but, 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 but White had, you know, the clear advantage for at least the third and fourth round and he had knocked Povetkin down twice in the fourth. So it was a bit of a shock, but um, it was a really good punch, and um, he's a good fighter. So you shouldn't underestimate him. I mean, I think for me, I'm not happy about it, but like, it's just just get out of the way because everyone just wants to see Joshua versus Fury. No one cares why this like, is. This is this way. is
0: what I like. It honestly, if I was there with Eddie Hearn, I would just say, cut the beep, mate. Yeah. Just get to what we want to see. I'm getting so the problem is, I think right now they're milking it. Yeah, they are. Because, you know, the whole thing was, well, basically, Dillian White, okay, was expected to win. And then it was going to be Dillian White against Anthony Joshua again, even though Anthony Joshua already beat Dillian White years and years ago. Yeah. So we were were going to watch that fight. And then it was going to be, obviously, Fury's got to go against Wilder again. But now the problem we have is that Povetkin and Wilder have got to go for round two, because they've got a rematch clause. And then, presumably, if Dillian White beats Povek the second time, which I somewhat suspect he probably will, then they've got to go for round three, right? And it's just, it's just becoming a mess. But well, it's think- great for the sport, I guess, because they're dragging it out. But... The fans want to see Fury and Joshua get to the point. Yeah,
1: I know. It's frustrating. And the thing is, the more you make it wait, the more likely you are for one of them to get surprised, knocked out, and then reduce the value of the fight hugely. Or for one of them to get in a car crash or injure themselves doing horseback riding or some random crap like that. And then it's not going to happen. So, um, yeah, it's frustrating massively. I think well, Fury's obviously got his fight against Wilder, which fingers crossed he he wins. He should do. Um, and then you've got Joshua. Whatever mandatory Joshua has to face now, I don't I don't know, but um, he'll have. I that don't next. know either. I was going to um, ask you this. It surely wouldn't be Povetkin because he's already defeated Povetkin. But maybe it will be Povetkin again. I doubt it though. Um,
0: but but they but uh, Povetkin and um, White have a rematch now. So well, yeah, they
1: do. Yeah, know. so they but must be out. Joshua out of the needs car. to fight. Usyk maybe. I know he was like crawling maybe. up because um, he's a good he's a good good fighter. He's a good fighter, but uh, you know, not naturally in that weight class. But he's a good fighter, and he moved that weight class not that long ago. So uh, maybe Usyk, I, I don't know. But um, yeah, I, I just I just I just want to see the the fight between Fury and AJ. And I also want to see it in the UK as well, which is obviously not going to be um, by the
0: sounds. It of It has to be in the UK. If yeah. it's not, if Eddie Hearn. Does not make that happen. I'll be disappointed. Because oh, I it, mean, it should be in the UK. Just, you yeah, know, two we've UK produced forces. two of the best boxing, heavyweight boxing talents for generations. And it needs to be in the UK. Definitely, you would have hoped I so. I think they'll let that happen as well. well Alright, well, we'll great fight. Watch the highlights. I mean, honestly, this guy gets... Absolutely obliterated, well, yeah. not obliterated in whole, but with this one punch, I not mean, he literally cold. just clotheslines on his back. Yeah, he's completely out. Fantastic punch! Do go watch it. Uh, we got to get to a break. Um, so please do email us in. Um, if you have any thoughts or comments, um, tell us what match you want to see, who Anthony Joshua should be fighting. Um, or anything political that we spoke about, email in podcast at tw3media.co.uk, or you can tweet us at tw3media. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back, guys. So we're gonna move on to some of the funniest stories of the week, I think. So, first up, Lawrence, here's one for you. Twitch streamers are really angry at Burger King. Okay. <laughs> Now, basically, so I, I had to like learn about this because I don't watch twitch streams. I don't uh, really follow any of it. Um, but essentially, when you're streaming, someone can donate some money, so like two yeah. or three bucks, okay, and then send a message, and the message will get read out on their stream. I suppose, as it were, and you have thousands of people watching these streams, all right? Yeah. So what Burger King did in, like, an advertising push is they went around and donated the exact amount of money for various meal deals in Burger King to various streamers and then got them to read out the actual, like, deal, okay? That's so good. So, for instance it's it's like advertising genius great idea
1: yeah it's a really good idea it's
0: such a great idea okay so um basically it, it, it one of them donated uh, like 5 bucks and it said you can get and it donated 5 bucks to a user called king of stream okay and um, instead of reading out a typical, oh, we love you, blah, blah, message, uh, they basically... Greg's going to sound by that one. <laughs> oh, we love you, um, blah, blah, blah. It, it read out, get a burger with fries and a Diet Coke, all for $5 at Burger King today.
1: <laughs> I think it's right. a great idea.
0: So... Now, Twitch streamers are, like, up in arms about this. They're so angry. They're angry at Burger King, and they're angry at the advertising company, um, Ogilvy and uh, Mathra, I think it is, uh, like a huge, huge global advertising company. They're basically pissed off, okay? Because they're saying that that feature is not meant to be used for that purpose. We work very hard to partner with brands, and now that you've, like, hacked us in this way and so they're furious what's your thoughts on this i think it's genius i think they need to get over themselves
1: yeah clever marketing get over yourself it's not a real job
0: (laughs) exactly i mean what do you like honestly you you have a public platform it's like it's basically surely it's exactly the same right as posting a video on youtube okay Mm -hmm. and then someone commenting down below for five dollars at burger king you can get surely it's the same thing similar similar
1: similar exactly like i mean all it does is obviously you know whoever's watching has to listen to it say that that announcement so obviously it's it's definitely going to get through to whoever's watching whereas some people may not look at the comments on a youtube video for example but yeah i i I get i i can get why they're annoyed it's like oh we we do brand partnerships and you've just kind of undone that by just spending five dollars or whatever to get like something read out on my stream but it's like get over it like okay the way the system works is easy to abuse. That's been abused now. Everyone's aware now, and so it's got to get fixed. I, I don't really see the problem. It's just a, it's just a funny advertising idea. I think if someone who, who gets actually clever. upset, you know, get, yeah, exactly. And if you get actually upset about it, like you know, just stop taking yourself so seriously and get over it. That's basically the answer for that one. <laughs> just
0: yeah, honestly. I agree. I, I I yeah, I totally agree. Uh, they need to uh, get. Uh, they need to buy themselves a Big Mac, uh, sorry, not a Big Mac, uh, uh, a Whopper and fries. A Whopper.
1: <laughs> For a nice $5 or something with a nice drink. Yeah, that, that, things like that really wound me up. And Twitch can be a real nightmare place. I've never actually been on it, but I've seen all the YouTube videos and i the one of, like, this girl who will be on there, and she's like, you know, why I've got all these viewers. Why are you not subscribed to me? You know, it's disgusting. You, you know, you say you haven't got $5, but you can watch me for free. And if you haven't got $5, why are you watching me? You should go get a job and stuff like that. It's like, what the hell? Like, these are just, like, entitled people, basically. It's just, like, piss off. You don't deserve money.
0: Well, it's, it's 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 where, you know, I think you have this, like... And I think this is, like, a broader problem with the internet, like, in general, when it becomes to like monetizing your influencer status is mm. that many people see this as like a job now right it's like a job you you know go around posting stupid videos kids all over the world teenagers whatever watch them okay and they get money and i think it it, it then becomes like a real like serious thing where like people get upset by these kind of things because they're desperate to get more followers get more things get a brand deal get all of this and then people when people hack it like this i guess they get upset but i mean i i just don't feel sorry for this social media generation to be honest Not me either that's my that's my opinion of it um so yeah all right well moving on uh basically uh lawrence and i have just said Tri- twitch steamers you need to be less sensitive yeah, I think Greg Twitch. I think Greg actually Twitch streams. We need to get his. Uh, is he really? He did make one. He mentioned one thing to me like weeks and weeks and weeks ago, um, saying that he was doing some streaming of League of Legends. Typical. So modern. he's a
1: gamer, is he? Right. Okay.
0: I think he is. This would be good to have his opinion here. So I'll, I'll make sure that we uh, get it and uh, sort that out. Yeah. Uh, okay. So moving on. Anyway. Um, so uh, Australians take issue with the weather. Okay, so um, it's actually snowing in Australia right now. Okay, Uh, allegedly. The first time, allegedly. Now, the reason why I say, okay, the reason why I say Australians take issue with the weather is that I, uh, uh, before the show started, I sent a message out to our little group and I said, Nibsy, don't make too many snowmen today. And he just came back and basically said, it's all fake news, it's not snowing uh never has been i don't know well like so i'm a bit confused is it snowing or isn't it
1: it must be somewhere right but obviously i guess like not exactly where he is it's gotta be they wouldn't just be reporting about it it's not like it's april the 1st so i don't know what's going on (laughs) i mean
0: uh, it's total madness anyway i'm fairly convinced it's snowing in australia right now but there we go. Uh, Nibsy apparently says it's not. And it all looks very pretty. And it, I, whenever I... This sounds really bad. You know, when well, I used to employ a lot of Australians and New Zealanders and, or, you know, all kinds of those uh, places where you just don't imagine there to be snow. And, mm. of course, when it would snow, I always used to say, have you seen snow before? <laughs> to them. <laughs> and they always used to give me this, like, look as if to say what even is that question? But to me, it's like, well, have you seen snow before? I don't know. You could never have seen snow before, right? If you live in the outback, and then you move to London... And you have your first British winter, which I mean, to be honest, does not even constitute snow. It's more like a kind of slush pile. Crap. Yeah. Have you seen snow before? That's well, like I guess if you
1: ask like someone who's from Africa, because I think it doesn't it doesn't snow in Africa at all or often, does it? But Australia and New Zealand. I swear, New Zealand like that has it in the mountains and stuff, don't they? That
0: okay. <laughs> I mean, like the only place it snows in Africa, maybe is maybe like I don't know how high Kilimanjaro is, but that's it. But no, Lawrence, it definitely doesn't snow enough. But I,
1: I bet it has um, at some point in human history. A random like snow flurries have happened in Africa. I'm telling you now. I'm, I'm googling it fine. right now. Fact checking. Fact checking. Uh, uh, <laughs> last time it snowed in Africa. <laughs> Aha, here we go. Start. So. Snow is a rare occurrence, but it does happen. So, in South Africa, it happened in 1956, 62, 64, 81, 2006
0: and 2007. You can't. can't. That was in Johannesburg as
1: well. That was in Johannesburg. Joburg. Last night it snowed you can't in Joburg.
0: Say that, you can't say that because it's snowed once in 1956 that it snows in Africa.
1: No, but like it does. It says here in Joburg it snowed in 2007 and 2006. So, <laughs> not much, but it snowed, it's right? It's
0: fake news, Lawrence. Don't believe everything that you read on the internet.
1: Uh, and Namibia. Namibia, Botswana, South Africa, and Lesotho apparently it snows. Um, but that's kind of it, really. <laughs> So, ha. Huh?
0: <laughs> okay. All right, we're going to have to get to a break because I'm laughing too much. Uh <laughs> if you please, if you have any ideas on when it last snowed in Africa or indeed any pictures. I mean, I maybe I would love to see some I'll pictures. Get some. I'm gonna google them in the break uh, but yeah please email us here, at podcast at tw3media.goega or you can tweet us we'd love to we'd love to hear um, if swans fly or if it snows in Africa um, just uh, tweet us at Tw3media we'll be right back uh, after this. welcome back guys uh in the break uh, we did some googling <laughs> and it turns out there are snowmen in africa um i uh, i mean not just i mean i did say there was a caveat here like not up serious mountain ranges okay it had to be like at sea level um yeah. and i somewhat suspect that where the snow is um there is um it's going to be at a fairly high altitude but i i i i, I will take a little uh humble pie here uh for laughing quite as much as i did and there is snowman and lawrence is sat there with a big grin on his face anyway moving on swiftly lawrence what's your story this week
1: that's right it's difficult being this intelligent dom um so when it comes to the story for this week um this is a story you're going to really enjoy i i know this um it's definitely picked out hand picked out for you um so the title is former manager of department of defense aerospace threat program has stated that UFOs are real. Oh, okay. Oh my god. Now, okay, but uh, we believe there are discoveries within our reach that will revolutionise the human experience. Um blah 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 basically goes on to say they're real. Now the thing is um yes it's it's a, it's a fact that they are that they are real because a UFO stands for unidentified foreign object and yeah, I mean that could be anything, right? Yeah, because sure,
0: but I—I I mean, we both know what he's inferring there, right? Yes,
1: we do. And I—I <laughs> I have no—I can't say yes or no because obviously I don't know. None of us actually know. Like you know, could, God could be real, could not be real. I don't know. Who knows, right? Like none of us can say for certainty because we haven't got a sort of certain evidence that it, they don't exist. But um, there are some amazing ones. Have you ever seen them? Um, because I'm a Joe Rogan listener. Have you ever seen um Joe Rogan he did a podcast with this guy who was in the RAF who um there's a. Have you ever heard of the tic tac toe uh, UFO? It's like one that's quite famous because it got declassified by the by the U.S. government and and they released the video footage. No. It's basically like this little white tic tac toe on 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 the guy's radar on his on his plane, and it just literally like sort of like flies around basically. And if you listen to the guy, it's actually very convincing because he's like I you know he's like I don't really believe in UFOs or anything, but like this happened and yeah this is legit. Like this is exactly what actually happened. And he explains the story. He seems very sensible. He's not, you know, he's nice, seems like a nice enough guy. He doesn't really have any agenda. He's just like, this is what happened. I'm not a big UFO guy, but it was really weird. And like, there you go. And so he like tells it. And I was pretty convinced with that guy that like there's something odd going on. But um, I'm not exactly an alien believer necessarily. I do think there is definitely life, like you know, life out there. Like, I am. R- like microbiotic life or whatever. Um, out there, you're, you're an alien. I think
0: there's definite. I, I of course, there is. Yeah, yeah, but Come whether on. they're like flying I, mean, I, ships. I totally believe this. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I obviously, I, I laugh when we talk about uh, UFOs, uh, but alien life form could take on a variety of uh, of different embodiments. But I firmly believe there's life out there.
1: Mm. Yeah, there must firmly be. Firmly
0: believe, but, like, um... absolutely.
1: I think when it comes to things like this, it's... Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know, I know you're uh, relatively sceptical on the matter, but yeah, it's interesting when you see some of these things. And, and that, that was definitely I, one of the most convincing ones I've ever seen.
0: This is like one of the like you know one of the things that you brought to the table. I'm not sceptical about it. I know I am Mr. Scepticism, but yes. I'm not. I firmly believe there's life out there. Out of the billions and billions and hundreds of billions and trillions of uh, stars that we have in our, the universe that we know of and that we can see... All it takes is for one planet to be in that habitual zone whereby it is orbiting the sun in a goldilocks fashion, um, where it is neither too hot or too cold and uh, and we've discovered thousands and thousands of these Goldilocks planets. Mm, Do I believe likeliness. there's life on one of them? Life of there. course, there you know there has the potential to be in just the same way that we you know were came came to being billions of years ago so yeah, I do. I, I so, something
1: do. something that's a bit of a segue and actually reminds me again. Uh, it's a Joe Rogan esque thing. I don't know if you if you listen to his podcast, but he had David Blaine on um, the other day. Do you know do you know David Blaine, the music magician? Oh, I
0: I've been watching a bit. I've seen yeah, I've seen a few of his like random little tricks and
1: yeah. So David Blaine, like uh, I think he's a good magician. You know, like uh, if you ever see his old Street Magic series from way back, you know, early two thousands, I'm guessing, or something, maybe late nineties even. Um, it's pretty cool. Like he does some good tricks and stuff. And obviously, you know, his magic, right? But um, he. He's kind of drifting away from, like, you know, magic tricks into just doing stuff with the body that is possible, but is just screwed up, basically. Um, so, <laughs> so, it's, so it's like he's kind of drifting towards that, and he has been for years. Um, he did one, for example, where he downed, like, eight litres of water and then swallowed a frog um, while it was with Joe Rogan. And then, like, 15 minutes later, regurgitated the frog alive. And it's like, well, it is legit. I mean, the frog is living in the water in his stomach. I mean... Uh, he's talking his That's mouth just... w- wide open I mean what else what and else can he, he be doing then he threw up the frog yeah and a, uh, eight liters of bloody water as well into a bu- into a bucket on the podcast um, but it was it was all did alive did Ro- Joe fine. Rogan know yeah, well, yeah 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 Joe Rogan knew this stuff was going to happen I presume and then he got Joe Rogan to what? get a little ice pick you know a little sort of like a screwdriver sized ice pick it. Yeah, yeah, and I've just this, shove yeah. it through his arm and it's legit I mean it's clearly legit there's bloody blood coming out the side <laughs> of his arm like there's <laughs> like have a little seen hole have
0: his latest trick though
1: uh, what is it? The balloon He, he one? wants
0: to do the up balloon. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. So he basically, he basically, David Blaine wants to. I mean, he wants to. Is he holding on to these balloons, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Basically, yeah. just hold on to helium balloons and yeah. go up to like forty thousand feet or something.
1: I think it's twenty between twenty five thousand and and whatever it is, the safe the safe height. Basically, they he can go. I think. Yeah. Uh, because the thing, the thing is, like, he's just gone beyond like magic tricks to just stuff that you can do that's so stupid or dangerous that it's just magical. Basically, that's kind of where he's going, (laughs) which I think was more power to him. But the the reason I mention it is because on the alien-esque kind of topic, um, he was talking about, uh, I don't know how they even got there, but he's talking about um, coral, which obviously coral is like, um, well, it's basically one of the oldest life forms we know of on this, very prehistoric. um, And it covers more of the earth than any other living thing, I believe, as well. Um, And coral uh, each different species of coral spawns obviously which then creates more coral and that's how it grows and that's how it doesn't die off so quickly um and he was saying that and it's true i checked this out as well so it is legit i'm not being you know <laughs> misled by david blaine um he was saying how each different species of coral spawns no matter where they are on the entire globe at exactly the same day, hour, minute, and second, pretty much, right, within like a, you know, and if and they spawn, and, and the way they do it, if they didn't do it, they have like a 15-minute tolerance, basically, the male and female versions or whatever, for it to actually work, so if they didn't all do it at the same time, or within five minutes or whatever, or 15 minutes, it wouldn't work, and they'd just die out pretty quickly, and so they all do it at exactly the same time and it's not like a progressive like every day or whatever it's random kind of seemingly times and it'll be to the point where there's a you know one species next to another species and only one species spawns alongside all of the other of that species on the entire world and that works even if say for example you go and get this species of, of coral and you cut a section off and you put it in like a bucket of water under your sink in london right where you are and then it would still spawn in your sink, under your sink, in a bucket of water at the same time as all the other coral of its type in the world around the globe, which is bloody amazing. Like, you really wonder, like, cool. how the hell okay. do they communicate? If, like
0: if that? that's true, that's pretty it is. impressive. It, it is. I, I did look
1: it up. Yeah. It's legit. I can I find the, the facts and stuff. All right. It, yeah, yeah. I
0: have to find an article for you can read about that down below. That's uh, that's very interesting. It's really okay. I did not know that. You need to start a. You need to start a um, a wristwatch company called Coral.
1: That's <laughs> where is that the newest t- thing? If one starts wristwatch companies. <laughs> oh, so it you- is, isn't it? it yeah. Like,
0: what is that about? Everybody starts a wristwatch company. Yeah, you see so many of them on Kickstarter as well i know yeah, Have yeah. I, I haven't been on Kickstarter for a long time but you do i do read about some of them sometimes and everybody's like making swiss quality at affordable prices but but,
1: it, but it's not it's not swiss quality it's always part of crap chinese crap it's like who's the one is it <laughs> yeah. movement movement are the one that's like quite popular or whatever i remember when they first 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 like were coming out and it was like 40 quid for a watch and now it's like 200 or something like they, it, it, the movements are normally shit like they're normally crappy movements. Like they're not even good. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, but yeah, I've got a Casio yeah, and, and that does the job for me.
0: Us. Yeah. All right. We better wrap things up now, I think. Um, we've been speaking about a lot of different topics here. I mean, we've really gone the full distance and breadth. Of uh, mm. a, 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 a talkative points. Uh, so, yeah, we better wrap things up. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for coming on. Uh, great to great to chat with you. Um, as always, uh, if you have any feedback, anything you want to get into us, any abuse, uh, you can ha- send it into uh, podcast at tw3media.co.uk or you can send it to uh, our Twitter at tw3media. That was the week that was. I'm Dominic Lane, joined by Lawrence Ray. Bye-bye. Have a great week. Stay safe. Goodbye.